Success stories and interviews with game changers and thought leaders who have overcome both in life and in business. Welcome to Vertical Momentum. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Vertical Momentum. I am your host, Richard Kaufman, also known as the Comeback Coach. And guys, you know that on this show we have today's thought leaders and game changers. And this gentleman we're going to have on today is both, and he's the first comedian that I've ever had on the show. And it's going to be very lighthearted and fun. So guys, just enjoy. But I want to thank our sponsors, um, Daniel Curry of Indy's IT Department. If you guys are ever worried about any cybersecurity issues, any computer issues, definitely check out Daniel at Indy's IT Department. He can work remote from anywhere around the world and he'll definitely take care of you because he actually set up my computer because everybody knows I'm blind and he actually set up a computer for me that I can use being visually impaired. So definitely check him out in his IT department. Pete, my brother, how are you doing today? <laughs> I'm all good, mate. I'm all good, Richard. How are you? Oh man. You know what? Life is so good, brother. And you know, as I knew we were going to, talk to today i started watching some of your videos and then I, we went out to dinner with my cousins the other night and we were talking we were just sitting and joking and laughing and, and it's so you're, you're so right when you say that laughter is the best medicine so you know i want to say say thank you for putting a little bit of fun back in my life again oh it's my pleasure mate it's my pleasure so talk to so obviously you have that nice new jersey accent <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Where are you from, and, and, and what kind of what kind of little kid was Pete? What kind of kid was he? Okay, so I'm I'm from um, I'm from the UK. I'm from a, a, a city called Bristol. So you've probably well, you might have heard of an artist called Banksy. That's um, he he comes from Bristol. So that's okay. where that that's where I'm 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 from. And uh, what's what type of kid was I? Wow. Um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna hop back in the way back machine. Wow, 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 wow. Okay, I was um. I was, uh, I don't know, I was a, a popular, I would like to say popular kid. You know, I had a lot of friends. Uh, I used to use, do you know what? I used to get myself into trouble, but out of trouble quite easily. So I, I was a bit of a clown at school, but I and used to get, you know, used to get in a little bit of trouble, but I used to be able to talk myself out of the trouble quite easily. So I think that's where like the entertainer side of things came from. So now, you know, because most people, when you think of, you know, like the UK, you really don't think of many big name, you know, comedians. And so because like when I was over there in the military, I met a lot of people, great people, but it was like a lot of dry humor. Mm -hmm. And so who in your life got you into being happy? And, you know, or is it something that you were just born with an innate gift? Yeah, I think it's, um, I think, you know, I've always had a happy upbringing. I mean, my old man was in the forces as well, actually. So, you know, he wasn't around for the beginning, like, to, well, he was around, but he was, he was based away. And we, we sort of from the age of five or my, when, when I was five, we got based back. Um, my mum said, no, enough moving around. We're going to stay still here for a bit. So, um, but who gave me that comma, like that, that lightheartedness, I think just, having a happy house around me and I, I think you know sort of the 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 humor side of things were came from 
I suppose just watching watching different like sitcoms in the UK. Um, used to like watching a lot of comedy. Used to like uh, used to like laugh a lot. Used to, um, yeah, I mean stuff like Forty Towers and um, like Monty Python sort of stuff. I used to like watching when I was a kid. My, kid, my kids absolutely love Monty, not Monty Python. Yeah. And um, when I was a kid, I used to feel dirty because I loved Benny Hill. Uh-huh. I watched as many episodes as I could because I just thought he was hysterical. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it just reminds me that. <laughs> and I love comedy. I'm a big guy. I, you know, I, I love listening to you know any kind of you know. I love comedy roasts. I, those are my favorites. Uh-huh. But I listen. You know, I love anybody that can be laughing, but also just laugh at themselves and be and be self-deprecating because sometimes people take themselves way too seriously. Yeah, completely. I think you know the sort the sort of laughter side of things that I do is um, I, I I I coach and teach laughter yoga, which is actually a uh, you know we, the 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 whole sort of thought process behind it is the fact that we don't need we don't need jokes or we don't need humor to laugh and we can actually laugh for no reason at all but uh which is true you know laughter is just an outbreath of a it's just a ha on an outbreath but um so I suppose when I discovered it back in 2016 it it came at a moment in my life where I was just like wow I didn't realize we could feel like this from you know for, from doing these fake laughing exercises and um and used it sort of. I've used it through quite a bit of adversity as well, sort of just laughing and not, not laughing at things because you know I I think they're funny, but laughing because I know how it makes me feel to overcome you know some adversity and some challenges. Because a lot of the time, as humans, we don't you know we like if something's going on. I mean, for instance, what's going on in the world at the moment? You know, it's it's a it's a you could quite easily just watch the news. You could quite easily just be completely just down stressed anxious overwhelmed by everything or you can put a little spin on it and just go well i I can't do anything about it but i can laugh internally or externally and it it, we're not i'm not laughing at the situation i'm just laughing to keep my head in a good space basically and then you just see the world as a different with a with a with a nice yellowy tinge to it rather than that gray tinge which quite a lot of the newspapers like to uh like to do for us and you know, I and a lot of people don't realize that when you do laugh, you know, you're sending different. Um, it helps with your serotonin levels in your brain. Mm-hmm. It it change it helps with your whole, you know, your whole body when you're laughing, and it, and it actually does heal. So when did you first start thinking? Put the two together. What so, made you put the two together? And you're thinking, wait a minute, you know, this may be this and and healing all goes together because a lot of people won't put those two together you know healing and laughing is not something you normally put together yeah definitely definitely i mean like i say so in 2016 when i discovered laughter yoga i was at a festival and i was walking through an arboretum heard laughter thought there was a comedian thought there was someone going to be on a stage and as i walked around the corner there was a hundred people just lying on the floor just laughing and i thought what first first thought was like right i know i'm at a festival but this is just a bit wacky and um and then i saw it said laughter yoga daily at half 11 on a sign so i went the next day and did the whole session and the lying down bit was the end of the the session so you do lots of different breathing and laughing exercises lots of childlike play and when i was lying down 
you, I just couldn't stop laughing, like literally, because the thing is, your body doesn't know the difference between a fake and a real laugh. So uh, whilst you do some fake laughing exercises, the real laughter starts coming. So once I started laughing and couldn't stop laughing, and then it started subsiding after probably about five, six minutes, someone started ch- like laughing to my left or chuckling to the right, and it just set me off again, because again, laughter is contagious. And we do a little meditation at the end of a laughter session and they did this grounding meditation and I sat up and I just felt really sort of clean and really energized and really focused and, and just a completely different person. Like I, I'd, I'd had this full body workout and, and that's when I sort of decided to dive deeper into the world of laughter yoga just to go right what is this and you know why why is it so good for us and so to so in to sort of fast forward to 2019 um i actually you know learned how to be a yoga leader laughter yoga leader and that's when i really started realizing you know the fact that there are you know when you do laugh you get the spikes of endorphins your serotonin your dopamine so all these happy hormones are flying around your brain but also where we're doing sharp intakes of oxygenated breath you know, we, we're getting, you know, it, it strengthens our immune system. So it actually does make us more resilient to sort of, you know, colds and flus and stuff. And, and what's been really interesting, uh, Richard, is that I've interviewed a few people on my podcast when it comes to laughter yoga and, and, and they're yogis. And, and one question I ask is like, when was the last time you were ill? And no one, like, they can't say like, oh, it was, you know, last I don't know, six months ago, I had a cold. They Literally, they say like two, three, four, five years ago, I had a cold. And that's because they laugh every day as a practice. So it is a really good medicine. It, it's, it's, but it needs to be intentional as well. You need to know that actually, I'm going to do my laughter practice today. I'm going to laugh for 10 minutes continuously without stopping. And that's when the magic happens. And, you know, it's definitely a great abdominal workout because I know sometimes like me and my cousins will get together and she has a, a certain laugh. It's a cackle and you can't help but just laugh. And then when she laughs and you laugh harder and it just goes on for minutes and you feel like you just did a thousand sit ups yeah, yeah. just by having that good laugh. Now, are you the only one doing this? Is there other people out there doing this laughter yoga? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twenty six years it's been going, so it's um, yeah. There's there there are and uh, there is a network of, I I reckon there's like at least five thousand yogis across the across the world. I mean, in the states, I, I know quite a few uh, that are over that side of the pond, and uh, but it's still very underground. It's still very underground, and I think what's what's happening is um it's getting more and more exposure. And I think, you know, the more people that do it that, you know, so, so personally, it's, it's one of these things, Richard, when, when you do it for the first time, you go, Oh, that, that, you either go, well, that was cool. Or you go, yeah. Or, or you go, wow, that was amazing. And and that's where I went. I went out. Oh, this is amazing. I want to do more of this. And, and then you just dive in deeper. And then like I, become you know it's my mission this year to bring laughter to a million people that's what i've set myself out uh, uh, as this this mission because i think well actually you know especially with everything that's going on we need laughter right now in our lives because it is such a good healer and it's um yeah so there, there are plenty of laughter yogis but you just obviously need to go and find them because they're not maybe as 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 good at um you know advertising themselves like like i I've, I've been doing i suppose on linkedin so you you have a lot of talents, and I want to talk about them. Um, 
I was amazed that when I checked out your book, I was not expecting that. Um, so talk to us about your book. It was, you know, because I'm, I'm thinking about the laughter man and then, but now, you know, I'm reading a book about chefs <laughs> and I was just, so you have like a, a different dichotomy. There's like a couple of different personalities in there. So talk to us about the book and why you wrote the book. Okay. So, so I, Okay, so I run a chef agency um, in the UK. So we supply chefs to pubs, restaurants, hotels, and everything. And and in again, two thousand, it must be about two thousand and fourteen. I um, built an app uh, where we could place chefs into different different businesses. And um, as part of that process, I thought, well, do you know what? I'm going to write a book about you know about it's called sixty nine ways to please a chef and it, it, you know went out to a lot of different chefs in my community I had at the time and said look what 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 really gets you goat with waiting staff what gets you goat with customers and and then created this 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 book which is it's a bit tongue in cheek well it's very tongue in cheek it's very easy it's got little little pictures and a little you know like a paragraph of humor really about you know why um why I don't know, I don't know if you've ever worked in hospitality the the, the pen that you can never find a bloody pen it's just it's just like and it's like the the sword of a scalibur it's just like it's it, 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 it's it's un, it's unfound and um and that that's sort of where the book came really it's just like i thought well you know it was just something that i thought i i can do this i can write a book about it it's it's like i say it's not a, a it's not a hard read it's quite an easy read um but I, I do feel like i've got another book in me when it comes to the laughter for sure you know, I wrote one book and I think I'm done. I think it's a wrap. I yeah. don't think I got anything. I don't think I got anything left. <laughs> I think I, I think I blew my load on that one and that was it. So now you have your own podcast. Um, talk to us about your podcast and what made you start it. You know, because a lot of you know everybody has a podcast, but I, you know, you have a a really great niche because there's not. I don't think there's many people doing a podcast about what you talk about no completely again uh so okay so the, what in last again last year um in 2020 it all morphs into one nowadays with everything that's going on um we when when sort of lockdown kicked in the uk uh we had world laughter day which was in may and I did this this challenge where I passed a uh, one of the exercises in laughter yoga is called a giggle phone. So it's like you put a phone to a pretend phone to your ear, you pretend that there's someone on there, and you just laugh <laughs> like that. And then we pass it on in, in, when you're in person. Now, what I did, I passed it across. Like uh, imagine the the screen. So the phone came in from the right. They put it to their ear. They laughed. They pushed it to the left out, out of screen. And I ended up bringing together like over eight hundred people across the world through this laughter phone. And there's a two hour video out there, which um, which if you've got two hours that you just want to see lots of different people laughing, it's a really entertaining watch. And uh, but after I did that. I um I thought to myself, it's just like, well, actually, I've just met loads of laughter yogis that you know that I've I've come onto my radar now because of the the giggle phone. It would be really nice to create a, a platform or a podcast where I get to interview these yogis to find out, you know, why why laughter yoga came into their life how they discovered it but how laughter has actually enhanced their life and you know and the stories that they've also got from practice a practicing and also teaching other people uh, because some of some of the stories i mean m myself from from um teaching you know running laughter sessions I mean, my, the main one that sticks to my mind was 
it, and actually it was my first big event I did and this lady came up to me and she was she must have been in her 70s and um she said look the first thing she said I said I want to thank you um for for making me you know bringing laughter to me and I was like that's okay she said I haven't laughed for six months and I was like okay she says because I'm in remission and and that just sort of blew my mind because actually she hadn't laughed for six months and because of the 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 you know, the way I led the session, she actually opened up and laughed and there was tears in her eyes. And it's just like, that's the power that I had. And I was just like, wow, this is amazing. And, and, and um, yeah, so I've gone on a bit of a tangent there, Richard, from why, why the podcast to, uh, but being able to hear all these different stories of all these different people that have used laughter as a coping mechanism to get through adversity has been really, really powerful. I, you know, and, and I think I love that because that's that I was leading into the next question. Um, can you talk to us, you know, about the 10 benefits of laughter? Yeah, sure. So it's, um, it, you know, the be- benefits of laughter. I mean, the first one is the, you, know, you get a release of all the positive chemicals. So you've got the, your, your endorphins, your dopamine and your serotonin. So they're all positive chemicals, but it also curbs your, um, your cortisol which are your stress hormones so when you're laughing you can't be stressed or anxious so it you know so by laughing it also reduces stress and anxiety it also connects us at a deeper level so when we when we laugh with people we automatically have this connection with them so whether whether it's in person or whether it's online or even even in a minute we'll do some laughter richard and and we'll have a connection from from laughing together uh it also you know the, the workout you mentioned about your your ab- abdomen muscles it, it, or abdominal muscles it is a workout they say 10 minutes of laughter is a 15 minutes on the rowing machine so it's it is a really good physical workout which obviously also uh improves our immune system as well so strengthens our immune system so it's it's got so many so many positives and you know and i think you know a lot of people like we're in such a world right now where you know, I stopped watching the news. I mean, I, I literally just go on the news to see what the weather is going to be. And that's mm-hmm. it. And I think a lot of it is what people, you know, what people read, what people listen to, the stuff that they take in actually causes depression. It causes you not to be happy. So what kind of things do make you smile, make you happy? What do you enjoy doing for your own self-care? Because, you know, I've known there's some comedians in the United States, you know, um, that actually have taken their own lives Mm. where they seem so happy on the outside, but inside they're really hurting. And I guess because a lot of it, they didn't have any self-care. So how do you care? Yeah, I think, again, I think, you know, when you talk about comedians, because, you know, obviously I do come across as comedic. I get that. Although, you know, maybe these comedians, you know, they, they were trying to create a laugh out of somebody. And it, it, whereas for, for me, you know, I laugh with people. So actually to, to, to care for my you know, laughter has been a massive part of my self-care, if I'm honest, Richard. You know, I've had, you know, I've had moments where you know, I really dived into laughter to, to cope with what was going on in my world. Because I mentioned this chef app that I created, well, it didn't take off. Unfortunately, we borrowed a lot of money and uh, we needed that the people that we borrowed the money from came knocking on the door saying they wanted the money back. And it put me into a really, really, really dark space where I was just like, actually this, I need to find 
a, a a mechanism or something to to deal with and that's where i started watching more laughter yoga videos and just laughing you know going through the laughter practices so i would say laughter definitely you know every day i laugh that sometimes at the weekends i don't and you know what i feel the difference if i haven't laughed um so that that definitely helps me i i run um I'm, I'm training for the london marathon at the moment so um which was supposed to be last year that obviously got postponed so um that's something else that i do i like to i do like to get out in nature and i um i meditate as well on a daily basis and uh yeah so i've got lots of different things but i think if you take the laughter out of that then yeah still i'm still yeah looking after myself but it's just the laughter that puts me into a higher vibration you know, and I've, I've been hearing that word vibration a lot, especially the last couple months. Um, so now, obviously, with COVID, um, obviously, there had to be some restrictions and you kind of had to pivot in a little in, in a couple ways. So how has COVID affected you, you know, especially, you know, live events and stuff like that? And how have you pivoted to actually still be helping more people, but sometimes not as much as in person? Yeah, so I think. You know, okay. The first, the first thing that COVID did, if you know, to, to be honest, was it it virtually decimated my chef agency business. So, which obviously isn't the laughter side, and I get that, but that was the first thing that happened. So, therefore, I dived deep into doing laughter online. Now, I was laughing online beforehand, um, ten minutes a day, with a little group of people. So I had it as a, a bit of a superpower for me. So I was laughing for 10 minutes. Then I would, once I'd finished the laughter, I would start creating. So whether it was writing articles, whether it was creating scripts, it, wh- whatever it was, it, it, I, I got into this flow state. Now, once COVID kicked, and, and also actually pre, pre-COVID, I was doing um, in-person events. Uh, obviously, that all stopped as well. So when, when COVID kicked, I started going online. And, and first of all, it was more about we there was a little group of us that created the zoom the zoom laughter club where we we started laughing daily there was four sessions a day we were opening it up to anybody to come along and after i would say probably about three weeks of doing these zoom sessions every single day i was just like wait there there's there's something here this works we can get ourselves to uncontrollable laughter over zoom we don't need to be in person now don't get me wrong in person's much powerful much more powerful because you, you it just is but the zoom laughter session started taking off and then i started going well actually let's start you know putting it as an offering to for the corporate clients and start getting bookings with teams in you know in businesses and and you know like i mean today for instance i've run a session for red bull and that's the second session i've done for them now with their team so i've got like i had 35 people on the zoom call going through all these different laughing exercises they're like having a great time and it's just uh, so it's it has definitely it definitely stopped the, the in-person stuff but it's also made me sort of pivot to being able to do more of an online offering and that's obviously where you know they're like doing the laughter lives on linkedin and and yeah just trying to bring laughter in any platform that i can it's you know it's it, it's, it's made me sort of dive in deep into there really okay now you got to tell me Tell me the story about the red hat, you know, because uh, when I do interviews on podcasts or anything, I have to wear a hat on purpose because I do it in honor of uh, an American soldier. His name was Chris Kyle. 
and he always wore a hat. So I wear I wear a hat in honor of him and tell his story. What is your hat? What is your story with the red okay hat? so yeah for those that you that i i wear a red hat basically the laughter man has a red hat on and uh do, 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 okay the simple simple story is where when i discovered laughter yoga it was at the festival at womad in the uk and i well that hat was the hat i used to wear to the festival before i discovered laughter yoga so in the evening you know, when you're at a festival, I used to go. You know, I used to wear wear a um, a dinner jacket, shorts, uh, yeah, shorts, flip flops, dinner jacket, um, tie, and the red hat. Uh, because I'm at a festival, that's just what I was doing. It's just how you you just bimble around having a good time. And then um, when I discovered laughter yoga, I was like, actually, the red hat just seemed seemed ideal seemed like the right thing to be wearing and then it just became part of the brand and then next thing you know because I also wear a waistcoat when I do my um my sessions as well so I've got the waistcoat and the red hat and the waistcoat again has got a bit of a backstory because when I did my first ever session when I was on a retreat with some um some other business people uh and I offered to do a laughter session. I said, look, let me, let me try and do this laughter yoga session with you guys just, just to do it. And, and the weekend was a, a themed around um, a, uh, there's a program called Peaky Blinders. And it was all about sort of like the, 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 the way they used to dress was with waistcoats and, you know, three piece suits, etc. So, so when I did the session at the, um, at this retreat, uh, I had everybody laughing and I just like all of a sudden that evening when there was like, what, what are you going to do? You know, what, what are we going to do in January uh, in, sorry, for 2019? What's your one thing, your one goal? And mine was, I'm going to create a laughter group. And so it just seemed right to actually wear the waistcoat and then the red hat. And then that became the brand. You know, I've now, obviously I follow you now, you know, now we've become friends. So and I'm and I'm watching everything that you do. I'm actually studying it. I'm actually thinking about taking up uh, laughter yoga. I've never done yoga, but I love laughing my ass <laughs> off. So, uh, okay, I have a question. Why do we cry when we laugh? I know that was one of your latest posts, and I never put the two together until you explained it. So, can you give a, a short synopsis? Synopsis. It's um. Oh, do you, I, do you know what? You've caught me, Richard. I, like, I just, I can't remember. <laughs> That's really bad, isn't it? <laughs> hey, you know what? So we're, we're just two old guys trying yeah, Exactly. To I mean, just the fact is that, you know, when we cry and when we laugh are, are completely different, you know, it's a different tears, basically. I, I, I remember that bit, but basically, yeah, it's, um, that's really, really poor. I, I will go and do my research and and re and re revisit the video and remember what I said in it. Because, <laughs> like you know, we went to a comedy show the other night. Matter of fact, we went to a show, and I cried. I laughed so hard I actually cried. And when I walked out of there, I felt so mm. good. I felt like you know I was at the gym for two hours. I just felt great. And then I thought back to your videos, and I'm like, wow, I think he's really got something. And uh, I think you're going to hit your goal of a million. I think you, you're well on your I way. Think so. so what are your, so what are some of the people, you know, because I love, you know, always ending on a positive note. You know, I'm always a positive guy anyway. But, you know, some of the people that you have had in some of your programs, you don't have to mention them by the name, but tell, tell some of their success stories of how they, they felt after being involved in your Yeah, program. definitely. So, I mean, it's... Yeah, the 
some of the okay so people that struggle with um sort of depression is, is definitely one um you know that actually you know because again i don't personally you know i've never luckily had to deal with it too much but they 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 use laughter as a coping mechanism just to keep them in that headspace and be able to actually see a lighter way uh there was someone else that um had uh, multiple or ms and um she sort of someday she she would you know she couldn't even get out of bed so she would like there'll be sessions in the zoom sessions where she'd be lying there looking at the you, you could see that she was like with her head on the pillow and she'd be laughing but which which was just nice because it was just you knew that like she'd message me later and say you know i really needed that because that actually got me to get out of bed today and get on with my day you know in in the best way i could so um and then there's like the business sort of side of things where i've got other you know other people that run you know quite stressful businesses where actually they put themselves into a good headspace beforehand and they you know they deal with deal with um you know the the day to day. Uh, another success story is someone that had an interview that was really sort of quite nervous about that, like whether they were going to get the interview before they turned up. And we sort of ran through a bit of laughter session, uh, laughter yoga, some exercises. I gave them some tips to say, look, try try these few exercises before you step into the interview, and just re you know re re reduce the stress and anxiety, and just get yourself into a calm place beforehand. So, yeah, there's lots of really interesting, you know, pe people people use it like, like you said you know you, you after two hours you, you felt like you or you felt like you'd done a workout from from comedy and and it's it, the, the way laughter yoga works and, and Richard you, I'd love to get you on my laughter live um uh, on LinkedIn I would absolutely love you to be a guest on that so um you know we 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 do a little introduction into like who who you are and what you're all about and then we do a 10 minute laughter session where you don't talk i i do a little bit of talking and then we just laugh together for 10 minutes and it takes probably about five or six minutes to sort of get over the whole right i'm doing this and i feel a bit silly uh, but actually after that that's when the magic starts happening and the real laughter comes and you know you you and if you if you like to laugh richard i think you'll be perfect for it Oh, I'm down with that. You know, I've always been that weird kind of guy anyway. <laughs> I'll try anything once. You know, what's the worst that can happen? I'd be much <laughs> and that won't be the first time either. Oh, I love it. So uh, last two questions I have. Uh, how do we find you? I mean, obviously, you send me all your links, but for people that are listening, um, I'm following you on Facebook, LinkedIn, uh you youtube i'm following you everywhere but please tell us where yeah we definitely find you. so i mean you know the best well there's two two ways to find me first is petecan.com that's pete and then can c-a-n-n for november.com that's my website it's got all my contact details and social channels or the other one is just typing hashtag the laughter man into google and you will find me because that's my handle across all the platforms and whichever platform is your favorite social platform um i try and put stuff on most i would say linkedin is probably my strongest platform where I'm, i i hang out the most but um definitely come and say hi you know if you're listening to this now i'd love to yeah have a chat with you it'd be amazing now, if somebody wants to, um, I guess, get in touch with you to be able to for you to teach them the laughter yoga, how would which which would the best medium? I would be say LinkedIn or my website, and just that there's a contact me on the website. Okay, 
Now, last question I ask everybody, and I, I love it because I, I ask a thousand people, I get a thousand different answers. You know, like we were talking earlier, we live in a crazy world. You know, we got grandparents teaching kindergarten kids homeschool and all this stuff. And if you ask, ask the average person to do something in seven days, they're pretty much never going to get to it. But if I ask somebody to take a uh, actionable step in the next 24 hours, they're more likely to do it. So if you know somebody that might be struggling with maybe depression or just having some life issues, you know, like, like you said, your business kind of shit the bed, (laughs) you know, and it wasn't, but because it was COVID, it wasn't your fault. What can somebody do in the next 24 hours to start getting into a better headspace? I would say this exactly what I'm about to do with you, Richard. Okay. So we're going to do two laughing exercises, right? The first one, we're going to just take a nice deep breath in and we're just going to let out a long ha on the out breath. So take a deep breath in and ha. Are you doing it as well, Richard? <laughs> yeah. Of course. And this time we're going to take a, we're going to take a deep breath in and we're going to let out two ha. So deep breath in and ha ha. And this time, what we're going to do, we're going to take a deep breath in and we're going to hold it for five seconds and we're going to laugh for 10 seconds. Okay, so I want you to take a deep breath in. Hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. And... (laughs) And breathe in. Breathe out. (laughs) And that's, you know, that's one exercise. And then, you know, if if we're going to get there, because I can hear you got the giggles, which is brilliant. So the next deck. Once I get started, I just can't stop. You would be amazing. Amazing. I love it. So, guys, definitely check out my brother, Pete Can. Check out all the social media. And I'm going to be dropping the links everywhere. Guys, I want to thank our sponsor once again. Um, Daniel I, from Indy's IT department. If anybody has computer issues or a word about cybersecurity, j- definitely check him out. He is also a military veteran, and he. So thank you guys so much, guys. If you're listening to this, please drop a comment, especially if we made you laugh at all. Um, and definitely reach out to Pete because I'm going to be reaching out to Pete because I think this is going to be a great relationship. And, you know, and Pete, I always say, once somebody comes on the show, you know, we're friends for life. Now you're stuck <laughs> with me. <laughs> you know? So, uh, Pete, thank you so much for hanging out today, brother. I really It's my pleasure, you. mate. Thank you so much for having me. And I will send you a link and we'll get you on. We'll get you on my laughter show. Definitely. God, yeah, I think that's going to be so much. Are fun. you? Are, yeah, here we go. This is straight off it, like because uh, I've got a gap next Thursday, which is April Fool's Day, mate. So are you up for that? Sure, <laughs> yeah. why not? <laughs> sure. Yeah, I just have to, you just have to let me know, uh, you know, what time because I know the the time difference between the UK and here. So just send me a Zoom. Yeah, link I will do. It, it is actually US audience because uh, I because I do it at eight forty five in the UK in the morning in the UK. But actually, I started doing the Tuesdays and the Thursdays at three forty five in the afternoon to attract you lovely gigglers over in the uh, US, basically. So uh, yeah. Oh, I'm a big <laughs> laughing, funny. I love to laugh, so it, I think I'll be hurting. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, brother. Well, thank you so much. Take God care. Bless All right. Bye bye. And have an amazing week. You too. Weekend. Cheers, Richard. Brother, bye. Thank you for joining us today. Please hit subscribe and share. Please feel free to leave us a comment.